Welcome to Disclaimers Aside, a podcast where I share the raw and honest stories of people in my community, Disclaimers Aside. I'm your host, Aisada Amadou, and let's dive into the episode. back to another podcast episode. Today I'm here with Sophia Perizade. Hi everybody. Thank you for having me, Isata. This is our third podcast together, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you're at this point. But you're, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. When was the last time? The last one was our We're Not Really Strangers podcast with Satara and Sami. Ooh, back in over the April? summer. March? But a lot has changed because the first time you were on the podcast, we were we talking were about Santa Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> Now we're we're cowgirls, we're Berkeley girls. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people, or I don't know, like if your followers pieced it together, or like your long time long time followers. But like, I also go to Cal. I also <laughs> transferred. <laughs> um, actually, I visited Santa Cruz. I I did the same. Like literally, Ice Ten Eyes like academic journey has been it's the been exact the same. same. Like we even went to the same elementary school, but like at different times. Same middle school, high school, Santa Cruz, and now Cal. Uh, I went to Santa Cruz to visit friends uh, last weekend, and uh, this guy came up to me and was like, hey, like, are you going to our event right now? And I was like, no, I don't go here anymore. And he was like, what? And then I was like, yeah, I go to Cal. And he was like, oh, wait, this whole time I thought you were just visiting Isada. I genuinely don't know how he didn't put it together. I don't know, but I wonder if other people think the same, that I'm just visiting you here. But, but I, I don't also, like... I don't think I'm, like, important enough for people to be, like, paying <laughs> yeah. attention. Where's Sophia? <laughs> yeah. No, that's crazy. I don't know. I feel like, because I've been posting you often. It's not, like, just at move-in. But I guess Maybe. not everyone's always... I could always... be a visitor. Yeah, you could be a frequent visitor. I could be, like, a really committed friend. Yeah. And visit Cal a lot. Anyways, how are you doing this week? Ooh, not gonna lie, this week has been really, really hard. Like, probably one of the hardest weeks I've had in a long time. Actually, the last three weeks have been really difficult given, like, what's going on in Iran. Um, I'm Iranian. I have a lot of family there. And genuinely, like, the situation there is all I've been thinking about, like, this whole week. I've had, like, (laughs) breakdowns a lot. Oh, I'm so sorry. A lot over this past three weeks. And I don't know. I feel, like, scared to talk about it and, like, voice my opinions on this podcast because like I obviously plan on going back there and I have family there and it's you know something I've thought a lot about and I really urge like people listening to do your research and take time it literally takes five minutes to like go like google what's going on or like go on tiktok or instagram because surprisingly those are like really really reliable sources because you can actually hear accounts from people living there whereas like i feel that mainstream media right now is just catering towards like what western countries governments want you to see the situation over Mm -hmm. like how it's actually recently a new york times article posted about the protests in iran being because of because people are outraged about the economic situation there, which is not true. So I genuinely urge you to just, like, do your own research and honestly just learning about what's going on and posting about it or just using the hashtag Masa Amini will make a really, really big difference. Like, normally with these movements, when you post 
on Instagram or you post infographics, it doesn't really do any substantial change or make any substantial change. But in this case, when you want to present a case, you need to have numbers and proof that this hashtag got this many billion uses. That these protests are going on every week, multiple times a week, and these are the numbers to back that up. So anything helps, like, even just if you don't feel comfortable posting on your stories, like, having conversations with your friends about it, even the non-Iranians, like, I don't know. Especially non-Iranians. Yeah, like, I understand, I don't put any pressure on Iranians right now, because we're already going through our own stuff, even the ones in the diaspora, so, like, anyone listening to this, please, please, Take a minute. Yeah, seriously. And I know Issa talked about it in her last podcast episode, and I I really am thankful for that. Yeah, like, literally pause it right now and go go post on your story. Yeah. Like, serious. And then tag disclaimers aside, too. Yes. So that we can see how many people from this podcast do, because that's all Iranian people want, is have their, their voices not silenced and muted by media right now. So I, I can't, I don't want to say anything that can like put me in or my family in danger, but I'm just urging you to use your voice and talk about it. Like that would help so much. A hundred percent. I think especially with this situation, it's like something that I've seen a lot is that people don't know what's going on in the US. People are misinformed. People are silent on their stories. They don't fully understand exactly what's going on, like how bad it is. It's not just one woman's death. It's like so many people who have been dying So take your time, do your research. As Sophia mentioned, this is not like other movements in the past where posting about it isn't going to do much because there is a lot of lack of education and a lack of understanding of what's going on, a lack of representation in the media of what's going on in Iran. So doing your research, seeing what's happening and like reposting that is so important because this is also a moment in history where there's a lot of censorship going on a lot of iranian people who don't feel safe using their voice so we have to use you know our voice our platforms our tools and our privilege to speak up on what's going on yeah and again this is not a controversial issue it's a human rights issue yes it doesn't matter if you're a republican or democrat or how you you know view american politics take that out of your mind and it's it's based you want to be on the right side of history right now and if you're if you're posting about if you were posting about roe v wade if you were attending roe v wade protests um you should also be attending things for iran because if you care about a woman's choice then that should also apply to people in the east 100 percent. it's a it's a human rights crisis it's more than just even women's rights as a lot of people have been talking about so it's just important to have those conversations but yeah it's definitely really it's really tough it's really somber seeing everything on social media right now that aside we are going to be doing a podcast episode today on trendy or timeless i stole this from emma chamberlain i'm gonna be fully honest but i think emma chamberlain steals a lot from poc <laughs> so i think it's fair that i steal something from her as a steal black person yeah i also uh i feel like yeah, having POC have fashion opinions and like not just having the voice of one white girl yes. ha- dictate how we see fashion is so important. And she has a lot of say in trends and mm-hmm. her voice carries and impacts like how we dress. So, of course, Isata, like take this. Let's no, exactly. This and we'll get into it, but some of the stuff, some of the trends that I've listed on here are trends that specifically came from communities of color 
that white people are now stealing and like popularizing and taking yeah appropriating essentially so I think it's important that without we without giving it. I think without the fashion. Credit. I think fashion is beautiful in that no matter where you are, no matter what color your skin is, like you can learn about someone's culture through that, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a way for you to you know become a more worldly person. So it's just so sad seeing people like take from other cultures without the respect. without whether respect or doing their research on the significance of the piece that they're wearing, and. Yeah, like, it, it's just such an easy thing to do to learn about it. And then after you've learned about the history, is it appropriate for me to wear this or not? 100%. And I think also people that are famous, like famous celebrities or influencers, when they make mistakes of, like, when people call them out for, like, appropriating things, people make mistakes. You can recognize that you maybe didn't, weren't educated or informed, and you can kind of redact that and use that as a moment of, like, education, so. Yeah, sadly, a lot of, like, famous people don't like issuing apologies or addressing mistakes that they made because they don't want to draw too much attention to it, and they think, like, oh, if I draw attention to this mistake that I made, people are going to cancel me or hate me or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I remember in Beyonce's, her most recent album, she came out with a song and it used um, an ableist slur mm-hmm. in the song, okay? I don't think she wrote the song. I, I'm not completely sure about, like, the situation, but she started getting canceled for it and people are calling her out, like, you're using this really, really, like, harmful term and you should take it out of the song. Beyonce addressed it, but I think that's recent because, um, anyway, we were having a conversation with the Women's Center and people were talking about how she hasn't released a statement and she just took it out and didn't of, say anything didn't say anything wow. but i think because of the pushback she 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 made a statement i don't, I don't understand she did or her team did on her behalf oh i don't understand why celebrities do that you're a human you make mistakes and i feel like it's just worse to make a mistake and not address it yeah to even go to the point of like correcting it and not address it, it. takes a um what is it a, low a lot of people yeah a lot of people's egos get in the way that's the thing of apologizing so. before we get into the trends disclaimers aside what is like a fashion related unpopular opinion that you have this is so easy for me for years i have loved the mason margella tabby boot and i also like it in its other forms such as the flat the ballet flat or the mule the loaf wait can you show me a picture Sure. I need a visual. <laughs> I think you've bullied me on this opinion. I've gotten bullied a lot for loving these shoes. I thought they made perfumes. Because I've heard they you do. talk about their perfumes. I love their perfumes as well. But this is the boot. This is the shoe. Oh, no. That's ugly. That looks like a horse. <laughs> yeah, they're horse shoes. <laughs> that looks so bad. They also have sneaker form now. That is horrendous. What? What? <laughs> It's so that beautiful. Is... It's revolutionary. Only in New York. Genuinely only in New York. Yeah, I, I feel like people in major fashion cities would get it. Would but get if it. I walked around, I was actually, look, they have a Reebok one where it's like a sneaker but with the tabby boot. So it basically looks like a horse hoof. That's the part. That's the part. That's the point. <laughs> I wanted to get the sneaker hooves for Santa Cruz. <laughs> But they were too expensive. Like, I was looking, and they had one that was uh, used for $350. And I was like, no, I can't. For that? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was a sneaker one. So your unpopular opinion is that you like it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I don't like it. My unpopular opinion is I hate low-rise jeans. I hate. 
I think it's because I'm a hijabi. I feel you like think if other people look good and lo- you don't like them in general, you don't like them for you. Not me. Okay. For a while, I didn't like them, period, but now I've been seeing them come back in style, and I think some people can work it. I genuinely think with jeans, it's like, it depends on your body I type. don't think that's an unpopular opinion. The low-rise jeans? Mm-hmm. Really? You Not think? a lot of people like it. Because it do- it suits, like, maybe 1% of body types. Literally. Like, you have to be Kendall Jenner yeah. body type to fit into it. I'll make that a, a poll this week, actually, and see Okay. I really haven't met anyone in my personal life who wears low-rise jeans regularly. Like, I can think of... Actually, no, I can think of two people. But still, everyone else yeah. rises the way. Or mid-rise. Mid-rise? Yeah. Uh, it goes I up to your belly button. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like high-rise or mid-rise. Mm-hmm. But never low-rise. Yeah, also, I already have a short torso. And I like high-rise because it makes my torso look long. Oh... I never thought about it in that way. And it also makes me look taller. Especially if the pants are, like, a little bit, um, cropped. Yeah. Like, I look taller, my legs look longer, so I like it. Yeah, I definitely have to always go with high-rise, but I think it's just because I'm a hijabi. Maybe if I wasn't a hijabi, I would say differently. So now jumping into the trends, I have a list of trends that I listed personally with the help of my friend Samiha, and then also I went on Instagram and asked you guys to send in your favorite trends, fashion and cultural trends. So we're going to be going through all of these trends and basically saying whether or not we think it's trendy, so it's just going to be a trend for now, it's going to die out, phase out, or if it's timeless or like a classic. The first one is Nike shoes, so Dunks and Jordans. Oh, that's definitely a trend. Definitely a trend. I disagree. Okay, the reason why I don't say that it's a trend is because before Nike became popular, like, I remember in my childhood a lot, like, it's huge in the black community, and it's always been it's a, not a trend in, It's not a trend in the black community, but I'm talking about in mainstream. Okay. White people just took it. 100% white people took it and, used and they jacked and the they prices it, up. And they threw it away. Like, they're over it now. It's crazy. But I remember now when I was in elementary school, back mm-hmm. when I used to live in Illinois, there was definitely, like, a lot more black students and a better, like, a bigger black community presence there. And I remember seeing other students wearing, like, Nike shoes. And people would get it for cheap, too. But as soon as, you know, white people popularized it and TikTokers made it a whole trend, a the prices just went like yeah. to, through the roof so it's crazy they become a lot more exclusive too so yeah i definitely think it's a trend in general mm-hmm. but for the community that it belongs to any of these trends like they all at the end of the day belong to a certain community yeah. and it's going to be timeless for them 100 percent. next one is low-rise jeans oh that's a trend for sure 100 percent a trend because i remember like, even a year ago, I would look at... Lo- or two years ago, I would look at low-rise jeans from, like, the early 2000s, and I'd be disgusted. Ashley Tisdale? Yeah, literally. Or, like, the pictures of celebrities, Y2K celebrities that would wear uh, mini dresses with jeans. I was... I'm always I so confused. I was You did that? Yeah, I was. No. I wasn't as extreme as my sister. My sister refused to wear pants. She would only wear dresses. And then when it was school outside, we were like, she you have to wear jeans. pants. And she was like, okay, well, I'll wear the dress and the pants. No, I would wear leggings. Why Why jeans? Because it was too cold. <laughs> it just looked like rag I used to live in Chicago, though. It was definitely colder in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think when it would get really cold, yeah, I, I think I would just wear, like, leggings and, like, a turtleneck underdresses. 
But never jeans. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Jeans. I had corduroy pants. I would wear <laughs> short dresses too. Mm-hmm. Like ones that would come up to like mid thigh. Yeah, I had no style. Wow. Also, no, I actually that was the trend. It was the trend, so it was in. You will never catch me wearing a dress and jeans. I'm sorry, even though I'm a hijabi. I don't. I will people never. don't do that anymore. Even though Y2K came back, like that, I've never yeah. seen that. No, hundred percent. They made sure to leap filter that out, leave okay. it behind. For real. Okay, next one is bootcut jeans. Mm, I think it's a trend. You know what's crazy? My mom, the other day, she saw me wearing my um, wide leg, like, flare leggings. leggings. And she's like, is that in now? Like, I remember when that was in years and years ago. She's not a fan of it. But she used to wear, like, wide leg, bootcut jeans. And I remember thinking, too, like, three years ago, how could someone ever wear a bootcut? Like, that's so ugly. <laughs> you know, yeah. I would never, you would never catch me dead. And now I You're love wearing, wearing bootcut. love it? I've been wearing it a lot, yeah. Nothing I crazy. I personally don't like it, but I prefer, like, if you're gonna go wide, then make the whole pant wide. No, because sometimes you want, like, a silhouette. You want to look curvy, you know? <laughs> you want to look like a mermaid? <laughs> no, yeah. it looks like a mermaid. No, I get it. But, like, I don't go crazy with the wide, but I like just a little flare, you know? Okay. Yeah, your leggings are inappropriate flair, <laughs> but yeah, it's not for me. I think it's definitely a trend. Definitely a trend. It's going to go out of style, but I'm going to be sad to see it go. For real. You don't have to be sad. Just like, I could still it. continue. <laughs> yeah. One thing you'll never catch me dead wearing again is skinny jeans, though. Never say never. No, I will never. No, I don't no. care. I want to be comfortable. Because even, like, when skinny jeans were in, it was when I was a kid, so, like, you know, no, like dude, legs. they were even in, in in high school for us. You're right, in high school. And I would wear them in high school, but, like, as soon as I hit puberty, my thighs started coming in. I'm just not going back. Like, that is self-harm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember I had lines on my legs from the jeans. From the skinny jeans? I just can't. Okay, next one is lining lips so Hailey Bieber recently made this a trend and it's something that like I remember when I was a kid always seeing people in the black community do it brown people have been doing it Hispan the Hispanic community has been lining your lips basically you line your lips the Persian the community Persian too. community <laughs> too <laughs> the one, all of the, us yeah the Palangs the Orange County the LA yes. Persians they like, know what's up but we don't have lips so <laughs> you so need it <laughs> they lined it out of necessity but yeah, early 2000s, even now, they still line their lips. Like, oh, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do, you gotta make up for Adds it. Adds dimension, like, it looks so good. But basically, if you haven't seen this before, it's like you line your lips with a darker color, like usually a dark brown, sometimes black, if you're darker skin. And then you do kind of like an ombre look. Hailey Bieber's also the founding father, the <laughs> pioneer of the clean girl look. Oh yeah, that's another one on this list, actually. Her um, hair and then the hoops. And the hoops. Yeah, that's another one that I put on this list. But I feel like starting with the lined lips, do you... Trendy or timeless? Timeless. Timeless 100%. Timeless, but for the people who like aren't in POCs. cultures. Yeah, for POCs, yeah. it's not. It's not a trend. 100%. Then the clean girl look. So if anyone's not familiar with that... Yeah, that's gonna definitely be a trend. It's a trend. It's gonna go away. Because actually, I've already been seeing like on trend predictors and stuff... That uh, two thousand like mid two thousands grunge is gonna come back. No, and like way. looking like dirty, like, like Jenny Humphrey. Scruffy. That vibe is coming back, like but not as an extreme that extreme. Yeah. But it's gonna be like a trend to I don't know 
like layer a lot. I've already kind of like, seen eyeliner, it. Eyeliner smudge. Under your eyes. Um, yeah, under your eyes, like smudged, smoky eye. That's coming Ooh. back. Yeah, no, I can see it already starting. And it's a pushback to the clean girl movement. I see. That's really interesting. One thing I want to talk about is like, I feel like one thing that I've been liking about fashion these days in comparison to fashion like 10 years ago was like, I feel like fashion before used to be like trends and now i feel like there's like different genres yeah everyone has a different personal style which is good and also i don't know sometimes i'd be looking like a street rat too like a general (laughs) thing but then some days i feel like i want to look like a clean girl exactly aesthetic whatever so it just depends on your personal like how you feel that day yeah i don't subscribe to one aesthetic yeah i I props to the people that can but i just can't and I love the gender neutrality of fashion right now. Yeah, I feel like it still has a big ways to go, but I, I really like it. I really like it. Men, please dress up. I really hope the older generation, like the baby boomers, or... They're not going to be alive. Uh, no, but I hope they under, they like get with it. Because oh. the hate that I... Now I think they're getting more used to it, but still like the hate that my sister and i get from our family for wearing like baggier t-shirts baggier pants yeah the comments are violating they violate us but we're like yeah it's i think it's now you don't have to dress within your gender confines anymore you can shop in the quote-unquote men's section men's clothes are really comfortable yeah so it just depends on the fit that you want so it's really annoying to hear their commentary but you know I've stolen so many button-ups from my dad. Oh my god, they hate that. They hate the button. I, I take no, 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 but they hate that I take from my grandpa. Oh, my grandpa's. No, no, no. You gotta get the vintage, the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they have for good cheap stuff. Free. You know my. Let me show you. This is my best thing that I've t- taken from my grandpa. Oh my god. Too bad you guys can't see the visuals. This. That's from your grandpa. And this is also from my dad. The striped. Oh my god. My dad's old rugby shirt this one wow okay for context you guys it's two what is that a cardigan two cardigans Girl, cardigan crew neck and then a oh crew neck but yeah and a polo they're like really good like just vintage 90s crew necks because the quality of clothes was way better such good quality such good quality it's crazy well they still sell it now and i've i've googled it and like that crew neck would be a hundred dollars easy yeah no it's crazy that's why i don't know just like shop in the men's section Take take from or your family. Or go thrifting in the men's section. Yeah, take from your family's closet. This is giving me flashbacks of our flashbacks of our podcast about the fashion. intellectual property yeah. and fashion. Yeah, you guys gotta listen to that. Next one is also another Haley Bieber one. It's the glazed donut nails. So basically, these these are people that go. How do I even describe this? It's like a chrome nail. Yeah, I think that's definitely a trend. Do you remember? When the cracked nail polish was so popular. Cracked? What is cracked nail polish? Cracked nail polish. Like, you put on a nail polish and then it starts cracking on your fingers and it turns... It's two different colors. That was a trend and once you see it, you'll remember. Okay. I don't know. I kind of think this one could be timeless because it's so simple. Perhaps. I think... Because it's a very neutral look. It's nothing, like, crazy. Oh my god, I hated that trend. I hated it. I don't like it. It I never liked it. cracked egg. It's giving snake skin. Yeah, it was nasty. But I love, like, I think it's a trend like that. Listen, solid colors, you can't, like, make a solid, solid colors is classic. But the chrome, 
Like, do you remember when this, um, what is this called? Hi- holographic. 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 Holographic was such a trend. Like, holographic nail polish, holographic yeah. colors on t-shirts, like iPad cases, iPhone cases. That was a trend. So I feel like that's going to be like the, the same vibe as holographic. Because it's not a color per se, but it's just like a dimension of a color. Yeah, I don't know. I need to get my nails done that that shade or that look before it like the trend dies. Next one is sweater vests. So these are like the like sweater vests that they have in different colors and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The sweater vest itself timeless. Timeless, yeah. But the color scheme and the mm. designs and the type of graphics that are on the sweater vest trend. A hundred percent. I think if you have a black solid a solid black or a solid like any color sweater vest, classic. But if you start getting the ones with designs and stuff, that's a trend for sure. A hundred percent. Like, they are cute. I like them. And they're I, functional, I have, too. Yeah, they are functional. I think it's a cool statement piece. Like, that colorful thing, and then, you know, a plain t-shirt underneath, or... Or know, a turtleneck or something. Or a put jewelry on top of it. I love that look. Yeah. But it's definitely a trend. I agree. Overalls. Timeless. Timeless, hundred percent. It's always yeah. been in. Remember when the uh, overalls, like, skirt was in like the overall dresses oh yeah even that's Very timeless elementary. i think i yeah. feel like sadly overalls do not work with my body type I'm <laughs> yeah short, i haven't you seen know? you wear overalls i tried but i just look like an oompa loompa <laughs> look like, like a kid really bad no it just looks bad okay. like i'm like a rectangle really and then i look petite it's just not it but i definitely think if i was taller yeah go more with my with your yeah. silhouette yeah Gold jewelry. Timeless. Timeless. But for the white people... I've been seeing white people, trends. like, starting to wear the gold, and I'm like, yo. It's timeless, but... This has been timeless for the POCs. Yeah, I agree. I never thought about it that non... Or, yeah, like, white people didn't grow up wearing gold. Yeah, I know it's crazy to me. Like, it never... Yeah, that never, never processed. Occurred. They didn't grow they, up. They missed out, that's for sure. Yeah, I still be wearing, like, jewelry that I got as a baby, gifted to me like to this day gold is gold gold is gold 100 percent. oh one thing that i'm you know how uh it's already become like a trend to wear your nameplate oh someone someone submitted that yeah so that's because that's definitely a trend for white people but like for us we you know, it's always been a it's always, I know in the Hispanic, Hispanic community, community, it's big. Yeah. Um, Persian I've girls, seen a lot of Middle Arab Eastern, people, too. Have, yeah, Middle yeah. Eastern people wear it. Um, I don't know. Is it also a thing in the black community? I've seen some people in MSA, like Africans, that also have it, too. Yeah. So, but yeah. that's definitely a trend for white people. But it's Where was I Arabic. going with that? Oh, oh. So that's, like, something that we're given, like, as babies or something. Um, and another thing that we're given as babies, at least I can speak for, like, Middle Eastern culture, it's called Adangu. It's, like... Oh, we have that gold, in Mauritania. It's when you're a baby and you get bangles. your name. It's called bangles. Yeah, your name plated on it, right? Sometimes... Mine, I didn't get one with my name. Oh, But it's, it's just, plain. like, bangles, and then they have, like, either a design on it, like, in gold, and it's, like, two bangles. Oh. Sometimes... I think mine had my name written engraved in the inside, Okay. Farsi, but yeah, I wonder if bangles are gonna come back. I love bangles. I love. I was too. wearing bangles before they were a trend in high school. And Actually, they were so. They low key did come back, but a whitewash version, the Cartier. Oh, the Cartier ones. That's the bangles. Yeah. No, I got the authentic. I basically my summer before my sophomore year of high school, I went to India. 
I went, I got some bangles, mm-hmm. I pulled up, and like for half the year, I was wearing bangles like every single day. And they would make so much noise in class, and then I had a teacher comment on it, and I literally put them away, and I haven't <gasps> put them back on. Which teacher? Mr. Oh, what? He's like... You didn't even have Mr. I had him for a week because basically my other teacher had surgery or something like that. He said something snarky about like, oh, people can probably hear wherever you are because of the, your bangles. Yeah, he's known for making snarky comments. Snarky comments like that. It's like, mind your business. Literally. I think that's going to come back. I think it will. But in like a clean girl version, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. Or it's already back with Cartier, but I think it's going to be, there's going to be like a more affordable version. Yeah. Like fake gold. Or Next. Gold. gold. But you know, hopefully I can go to your own one day and get myself some bangles because I don't have any that fit me. Like I have fake Cartier ones that are like real gold, but like not actual Cartier from your own. But I want like the authentic, like the ones I had as a kid growing up. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. get that. Yeah, I definitely will. Okay. It's an investment. It is. Next one is leather jackets. I think timeless. it's timeless. Timeless. It will never go out of style. But. The cut and the silhouette is a Changes, trend. yeah. Like, do you remember in the early 2000s, or the oh, mid-2000s? No. The Teen Beach, like, biker jacket with yeah, the zippers. Yeah, like the biker jacket with no. the 50 million zippers. No, no, no. And the huge collar thing. Uh-uh. That was so, like, that. I like a trend. clean leather jacket. But if we were to wear the type of leather jackets that we have, we have leather jackets that look like a lab coat, but made of leather. I think if we were to wear it at that time, we would have been bullied. They would have been like, ill. That's that. true. Like, doctor. Yeah. I feel like it was in in the 90s, though. Yeah, for sure. And then, but then early 2000s, it disappeared. Yeah. So I think the, like, leather itself, timeless as a jacket. But it's the cut cut. that changes. Also, leather vests. That's definitely a trend. Oh, I don't like leather vests. I know that's a trend, but, and my sister has one, but I, I told her I don't like it. I don't like it. They look so good, but I don't have one. Really? They look really good. I'll, I'll ask her where she got hers from, but I don't like it. Probably she in. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I've been trying to thrift, but it's hard to find something that fits you. My sister's notorious for shopping on Shein. Bucket hats. Trend. This is a trend for white people, but not for the black community. Because bucket hats is huge in black culture. Like, way before white people stole it and, like, popularized mm-hmm. it so much. So I think it'll definitely always be like a part of the black community but it's just one of those things where like white people really took it and like did not give credit for the black community mm-hmm. airpod maxes trend you think it's gonna be a trend yeah because the like, listen, like, like headphones people in yeah people go from like loving really bulky stuff to like very minimal stuff mm-hmm. and it's gonna go back and forth like that for years so for sure it's gonna be a trend my whole thing though is i feel like one thing Apple's really good at is like when they come out with a product, they will continue to sell it. And so if they just continue to sell AirPods Maxes and coming out with more and yeah, more, yeah, they'll come out with new ones that look like the trend. Like in so ten that's years, the only thing that in I'm ten like, years people aren't gonna want to buy AirPod Maxes because it'll it won't look like that won't be up with the times. You're saying they're gonna change the design of it to yeah. like fit the trend? Yeah, oh. but it was about time that Apple made headphones. A hundred percent, yeah. Like, that was, that's been long overdue. So I think they're gonna fix the silhouette of it, like, depending on how trends are going, but right now the trend is, like, big, bulky, bulky, big, but also, like, clean lines. Yes, yeah. Oh, they look so good. They're so beautiful. But they're so expensive. And I know they're, you can just get, like, a pair of, like, Sony headphones. Would you? Or, yeah. Sony's expensive, too. No, like the ones that I have. They have expensive ones, but the ones that I got were, like, 30 bucks. Yeah. 
But it just depends. But the ones that you got, what brand was that? It's a new... I got these new headphones. My big thing is, like, for it to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I tried on Isotas, and they were not comfortable <laughs> for me. Like, yeah, I'm not picky with my, that. my head. So I got these ones. They're called... I think it's Wave. Wave. Let me check. With a Y. Wait. Let me just check. They're on Amazon. Wise. W-Y-Z-E. They're these black headphones. They're so comfortable. Noise-canceling really really good sound quality and long battery life my our other roommate told me about this so i got them they were 80 dollars. but i think for all the features and they look aesthetically pleasing they do they look expensive especially since they're black yeah yeah all of the features like it's exactly what i wanted and they're super comfortable they're just not the brand name but i think they're really good Next one is loafers, like the Gucci loafer, and also the other type of loafer where they, it has the back on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's timeless. timeless. Loafers have always been. Always been. Since freaking the Victoria era. Yeah. They were wearing loafers. Seriously. I think when you when we work in like a corporate setting, it's definitely going to be like a staple if we don't want to wear heels or something. Or ballet. Ballet flats is a trend, but loafers, I hate ballet loafers have stayed. No, yeah, they have. And I... I like the look of heels, but I'm also 5'7", or I'm almost, I'm like 5'6 and a half, and like, heels are so hard to walk in, mm-hmm. that, like, a nice loafer for corporate America, yeah. it's perfect. What about mules? Mules? What are, what are mules? That sounds familiar, but I can't remember this. It's like a it. shorter heel, and it has a wedge as a heel. Oh, is it like the shoes that I have? Yeah. I like those. I like like a two-inch heel, very short. Oh, wait. <laughs> not this, but yeah. Why am I thinking? Why did I think of that? Wedges, but short yeah. wedges. I like platform. That's another trend. I love platform. platform is a trend, bro. I will always like platform. But I like they're comfortable to walk in, and I yeah. like the look of it. That's the thing. When you say pla- if I said okay, a platform loafers trend. Loafers itself, not a trend. I'm just saying platform shoes in general, like platform sandals, platform yeah, dogs. I, love I will too. always go. I love platform. chunky, mm-hmm. yeah, bulky, chunky shoe. But that's definitely a trend. 100 percent graphic liner. This I feel like started What's graphic liner. It's like the colored eyeliner where people do like different designs and stuff. Oh, not trend for, for sure. Definitely a trend that started with Euphoria. I feel like is like the really crazy Big like eye makeup. makeup. Yeah, makeup is another world that I'm like not that well versed in, but I know that you know there are times I feel like now with the clean girl aesthetic, the kind of like extravagant makeup looks are going away, and people mm. go for a more like clean natural look. But with the grunge style, that's gonna it's start becoming nice. trend. You you want to look like your makeup yeah. has been on your face for three days. I feel like the clean girl and like the really crazy eye makeup looks kind of like coexist, but just like different genres. Like some people mm-hmm. do clean girl, some people do, or some people do both and they mix it up. Yeah. I really like I like both. Like on a daily basis, I would go for clean girl, but like for like you know outings or like special occasions, like parties or events, I would go with the crazy eye makeup look. Mm-hmm. Converse. I don't like Converse. You don't like Converse? No. Uh, maybe that's a controversial opinion, too. But they just don't look good on my feet. And I have flat mm. feet. I do, too. And they're so uncomfortable to wear. I don't even like the way they look on me with an outfit. Because I like chunky stuff. Like, chunky Yeah, and they're flat. So they're very, yeah. I don't like the way they look with my outfits. I've always grown up wearing Converse as a kid. And I always loved Converse. But I don't know. And I like the way it looks on other people. But I don't like the way it looks on... Yes, it doesn't look good on some feet. It just doesn't look... <laughs> I have like yeah, I have flat feet. I think I have wide feet too. Yeah. It just it's not working with me. 
<laughs> they have it's a very narrow they're like such light shoe. shoes they're very they're so light yeah and they look like the brown one and the green one the forest green the one looks platform so good. one they look so good on my sister but not me i've been thinking about getting converse the superstar wave ones oh yeah like their platform and apparently they're really really comfortable they look cute too and but that's definitely cool. a trend as well it's a trend it's a trend like so, i can see it dying soon i don't think i'm gonna get them yeah. Platform Ugg Taz slippers. Do you know what these are? Taz slippers? Yeah, it's like the platform, the platform Uggs that are that are cut short. Oh yeah, trend for sure. 100% trend. Just like the, what are those Birkenstock ones? The Birkenstock slides that look like people would wear on the Mayflower or something. <laughs> Pilgrim. They <laughs> <laughs> look like Pilgrim shoes. Or like Shrek the Ogre one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I hate those shoes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a trend. It's, no, that's not it. I'm surprised Birkenstocks have lasted this long. This long. I don't think that's a trend anymore. Especially in the Bay Area. Those, yeah, the Jesus shoes are here to stay. That's what the Birkenst the yeah Birkenstock shoes give me. It's giving Christian girl autumn like it's that's it's they're here not to me. stay. They're here to but stay. I guess the, not the ogre ones. Uggs are a classic shoe in general. Like I feel like people always love. Uggs. I personally don't subscribe to that. My I don't feet like sweaty. Uggs. I don't like Uggs. It's not. It, rem- it reminds me of the traumatic parts of my childhood. They look like teddy bear feet. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get the wrong ones, they look like horse horseshoes. Well, clearly, I don't have a problem with horseshoes. <laughs> my opinion on tabbies. <laughs> You're right. I really see like the animal sometimes in shoes. But anyways, <laughs> she just. For someone who doesn't, like, enjoy animals or learning about animals or talking about them. I see them everywhere. to everything. Yeah. You find a way to bring it up in every conversation. For real. Telfar bags. They will always be in my life. I don't care. Me I will too. always support I think they're Telfar. so nice. And every time I see someone with a Telfar on campus, it's like a green light. Like, we vibe. Yeah. Immediately. Because yeah. you have to be, you have to have some sort of, like, cultural fashion knowledge to know what Telfar is yeah. and buy it. And you're also supporting, like, a really, really good brand. That's the thing. So it's, like, really a cool black too. business. They give back, like... I love their approach on Instagram. Like, their I stories love it, and the yeah. way they promote it. They just use regular people. Exactly, exactly. And specifically black people. So oh, I really like that. Black-owned, black-made, black everything. Mm-hmm. I just wish they would produce more. Better colors and... But that's the thing. They need to be exclusive. There needs to be yeah. some sort of, like, fight for it. No, exactly. It's a shock when you see someone with a Telfizi because it's like, damn, what did and you then, do to get and it? And then, yeah, everyone has it a story. It has a story, yeah. It. Yeah. Exactly. Like, mine was off of Depop. I She got lucky. I got lucky. Um, I wanted the chocolate brown color, but they sold out of chocolate brown. I didn't know when they were going to restock it, so I got, like, the cognac color. It's like a medium brown, um, so it's, like, kind of in the middle. Do you regret the color you got? I wish I had gotten chocolate brown, but I also know that I didn't know when it was coming, so... Yeah. Chocolate brown is the most... I think it's one of the most popular, popular colors. I didn't want black. The second... They, they were having a rainbow drop. This was um, September 22nd, I think. They had a rainbow drop where they dropped all of the colors and every size, and it would just come, like, within the regular shipping time. As soon as it opened, I got on and I added one small chocolate Telfar bag in my cart. Then it says I'm in line and I have to wait in line for 45 minutes and to have, like, my credit card information everything ready. So I'm waiting, and then it's like five minutes until my turn in line, and it says your bag has been sold out. And I'm like, how is this possible? Because the second it, the second the site opened, I clicked on it and I added it to my cart, and I, you know, so yeah. it, it's just it's, it's just a struggle. Insane, yeah, it's it's really insane getting a telephone bag these days. 
Last one of the ones that I came up with before we move on to the Instagram ones is maxi skirts. I'm actually wearing a maxi skirt today. Yeah, I um, think that's timeless. I do too, because I used to wear maxi skirts as a kid. I went through a phase, though, where I hated wearing maxi skirts. I used to wear a or lot maxi of maxi dresses. What about maxi dresses? Oh, maxi dresses. That might be a trend. It might be a trend. Because also dress is like, a dress is such a wide category yeah it depends on how it looks but i think skirts in particular have always been here yeah skirts have always been here i don't want to see them go i want them to produce more. i really love the look of the 90s like kind of a straight straight looking um skirt yes that looks like a rectangle when you put it down but it kind of like hugs your hips a little bit like the black skirt that you have yeah or dress i love that, you that have. look with a chunky shoe oh yeah no 100 i like that. i love that look. that's the thing the maxi skirt i'm wearing right now it has a it's not like the most wide thing but it, it's a little it's bit a little wider flowier than, yeah flowier yeah. than i would have wanted so i wish they made more like straight skirts but that aren't like pencil skirts at the same time like in between yeah I think, oh, what's your favorite decade of fashion? 90s. Me too. 90s, yeah. Like, I'm so, I know, Always. um, Friends. I used to like, hate watching controversial, But I love, I love Rachel Green's Oh, outfits. really? Like, that kind of look, or Unif, like, I love everything that they sell on Unif, but it, it's out of my price range. And also, I heard that website's really problematic. Really? But yeah, wait, sorry, what were you saying? You used to hate I Y2K? I used to, you know what's crazy? I hated Y2K. Even as a kid, I hated Y2K fashion. That's why for a while I didn't like fashion. And <laughs> You said no to fashion in general? <laughs> I really said no. what would you wear? Like My mom would dress me. You would dress like Steve Jobs? <laughs> Actually, no, I never. My mom would dress me. I don't know what. Okay. My mom, okay, my mom dressed me all the way until I was in sixth grade. And she used to pride herself on the way she dressed us all. She'd be like, I used to get, you guys used to get so many compliments about the way you dress. And then as soon as you started dressing yourself, crickets. No What's one the likes different? the way you dress. Yeah, bro. The way you dressed in middle school was. That was me. That was me that styling was myself. <laughs> authentic. <laughs> Buy Ice It Up for Ice t- No, it was bad. But also like in middle school. That's in high I- school too. In high school. You know what? I have no excuse for high no school. But in middle school, I started wearing the hijab at um in sixth grade i didn't know what i was doing i did not know what i was doing i needed a few years of grace but then what was i doing in high school i genuinely don't understand no excuse i had no excuse in high school i had pinterest i could have i could have done better i think it was just an unmotivating space (laughs) i don't know i also think like there weren't any other hijabis in the school or people who dressed modestly, like the type that you like. Yeah. So maybe you just didn't have any inspiration and you're like, you know what? I'm top dog. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I Who's going to say anything? Fast. Like, yeah. genuinely. Sorry. Yeah, I do think that is important though. Because like... Having inspiration lying yes. in front of you and in your environment is a big thing that'll encourage you. Yeah, because I remember it used to be back in the day on Pinterest, there were no hijabis on Pinterest. You just had to look at like white, the way that Western people dress or non-hijabis dress for inspiration, which it's like hard to convert that without seeing someone mm-hmm. do it. But now these days, TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, like people are really lucky. Yeah. Also, I feel like it's easier to just dress and express yourself how you want nowadays or when people aren't in high school oh yeah or like middle school or anything like that because there you're with the same people all the time there are mean kids people who judge you for how you want to dress and what you want to do so it's like a lot harder to break into your own at that phase whereas like when you're in college cares yeah no literally one day i had friday prayer and i had like a fam event and i was like i'm gonna wear an abaya to class 
I went to class. No one said anything. But I actually take that back. I think it depends where you go to school. It does. In Santa Cruz? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I used to wear heels all the time in Santa Cruz. People would stare at me. Heels. <laughs> in Santa Cruz, it's like you have to hike up, like, three hills to get to class. I don't know how you did that, genuinely. Yeah, it was... They, the stairs were... Like, they were there. They actually deterred me from, like, wanting to dress up. Or, you know, I wanted to, like, look cute for parties or... I don't know, club meetings. People are and, casual. Yeah. They were really, really casual. And it just encouraged me to want to transfer to a school <laughs> where you can just wear, you, wear, wear what you want without people commenting on it. Because I had people commenting in Santa Cruz like, oh, look at Sophia. I think I won bougiest. Yeah, you got bougiest in, in, ISU. in ISU. yeah. Which, if my friends know me from Orange County, I'm definitely not the bu- bougiest. No. But like for their standards, I guess... No, yeah. In Berkeley, I feel like it's, like, a regular college where you have people dressing, like, yoga pants, casual, and then you have people that dress up, so. Yeah, if you want to bum it out, Do what can. you want. If you want to glam up, you can. Yeah, you do you. Yeah. But I feel like it just changes my mood. Like, when I show up in a, in a like, a, a sweatshirt and, like, yoga pants or something, yeah. or a sweatsuit. But also, you know what? Unless it's intentional. I love, I love how, like, athleisure is right now in that... If you want to be comfortable and dress bummy, quote unquote, but you have a really high quality piece yeah, that looks put nice together. and put together, you could totally make it work and feel put together and feel beautiful and not like a bum, but it is the silhouette of a bum, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. There's a range, which yeah. is good. I, unfortunately, like you typically, for that those kind of stuff and those brands like Aloe Yoga or They're expensive. Lemon, like or Aritzia and stuff like that, you have to have money. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you have hard to, have money. to pull off. But again, thrifting, like you never know what you can find. So. Yeah. Okay, so now moving on to the ones that you guys submitted on Instagram. Thank you to everyone who submitted. We got a lot of responses. First one is 90s fashion. We've already addressed. We've already addressed this. It. Wait, this is trend or trend or fear, trendy it? or timeless. 90s fashion. It's like the turtlenecks, the solid colors, just the beautiful. high waisted jeans. I do jeans. think so. Comfortable, chic. I agree. I think it's, it's timeless. timeless. Steve Jobs. Golden era. Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs turtleneck. I love me a turtleneck. Turtleneck and baggy jeans. Yeah. I love it. Cargo skirts. Okay. I love. I love cargo skirts. I love cargo skirts. pants and cargo skirts are here to stay. There's this brand that has long cargo skirts, and I want to get one so oh, badly, but they're $80. And I've what seen brand? so many hijabis. I think London has, too. I'll send you the link, but... Check ASOS. I need a check. ASOS I'm, normally has new stuff, and it's more affordable, and they have a really good return policy. I'll check ASOS. Because I'm literally this... I'm this close to just spending the money on it because i feel like it's something that i would wear all the time and it's got that straight look yes. it's like it looks so good and i've seen hijabi with style dogs, it with sweat yes sneakers in so many different ways and it looks so fly yeah i agree we so should I'm pull the look, trigger i'm about to pull the trigger Let, let's check asos though let's do it uh someone said that it's cool now to dress however you like we kind of addressed it address this someone said matcha matcha green as a color is a trend Oh, are they talking about the drink or the green? Girl, you asked for fashion. I opinion. said fashion and culture. Oh, I think matcha green is a trend in general. Yeah, matcha green is definitely. I a don't trend. think matcha the drink is a trend because also matcha has roots in in, in a lot East of cultures. Asian yeah, culture. East, East Asian culture. I think yeah. so. Definitely not a trend. Someone else said a big hoodie and short shorts. Oh, so it's like a hoodie and biker shorts, kind of like, or a, a hoodie and Are like they thinking about spandex. Booty shorts? <laughs> yeah, like booty shorts. But those aren't like short volleyball shorts. shorts. The person said short shorts. 
Yeah, I think that's a trend. I think that's a trend. Would you see someone dressed like that in the 1960s? No. <laughs> I would never wear that. I would never. I still put a lot. Would you see someone dressed like that? I don't know. I, I, it's a trend. But that's like bummy where if I wore that. Well, this was my cousin who submitted this. Your cousin realized, from Kentucky? Yeah, my Kentucky. I don't know. Are you out here wearing booty shorts and a... <laughs> what was he asking for? Literally. <laughs> Someone else said... Why did that come to mind of all... <laughs> of all the trends? I guess that's like the Kentucky fashion. I don't know. That's the okay. Kansas fashion. To spill some tea about my cousin, I'm calling him out on this podcast here. He does not like the way that people dress in California. He came for winter break you last mean year. Southern California. Southern California. Because people in Northern California, their dress, the way of dressing is so different. He visited us in OC. We took okay. him to LA and he's okay. like, you guys dress so weird. He didn't like like the core set aesthetic like because my sister had a bunch of like corsets that she was wearing mm-hmm. he doesn't you see, like typically the midwest they're very like, conservative and also there's the trends hit them later <laughs> like no offense but i feel like a lot of influencers and stuff like they're in they're on either coast but then the yeah. midwest like gets it, it takes a delayed. while it's delayed i feel like people are more judgmental in general like kids are bullies in those high schools and stuff. Like, obviously, kids are bullies anywhere, but, like, it's just harder to become, to have your own style and to break out of norms and stuff in the Midwest. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a lot of cousins in, the, in Kansas, so I feel qualified to talk about it. But, yeah, they definitely get, like, they're still stuck in, like, 2018 right now. 100%. I definitely yeah. think so, so. I gotta tell you, though. I even went into the stores, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, Yeah, what is this? I went to Kentucky, not last summer, but... The summer prior, I go to Kentucky a lot because I have family there, and every time I see the way people dress, I'm like, "Is this a different country?" Uh, yeah. Because I feel like if Literally. I took the my wardrobe mm-hmm. in OC and I went to the Midwest or the South, I'd people be a ten. Think, people would think like you're they ugly. would think I was Blair Waldo. No, they wouldn't. Oh, they would think they, they wouldn't would understand. You. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're they right. wouldn't understand. Like if you wore a baggy cargo skirt in oh, the Midwest, they'd be like, "What is she like, on?" What military propaganda? <laughs> What? They wouldn't understand. Yeah, it would go over the heads. Yeah, or like a crochet. Have you seen those crochet sweaters that are like half cut so they stop before your chest? Yes, yeah. It's just the sleeves? Yes. Like that would not go over well. It's just in the innovation spaces. that's yeah. being lacked. No, nothing. <laughs> no, 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 it's just dragging the, the whole Midwest. Genuinely, of the US. actually, I love the Midwest and the South for their hospitality and like they're, they're very warm people other than the racism. They're very warm people. <laughs> When they're not racist. Uh-huh. And, like, there's, like, something peaceful about Midwest culture. Like, it's a beautiful, like, society. I don't see anyone stressed out. I don't, I don't see, see anyone, like... They're just living their life. Rushing to get somewhere. No. The streets, like, I've never been in Kansas traffic. I don't think that's a thing. Exactly. But just when it comes to fashion, East and West Coast do Do you better. think you have listeners in the Midwest besides your cousins? Or is everyone from California mostly? My, probably my family who listens, but I don't know... I don't know about the other people, like other listeners from the Midwest. Oh, okay. Gory will will be listening from <laughs> Indiana. I- Indiana. She would be a good person to ask about this. I wonder how yeah. fashion is there. Yeah. Also, side note about Indiana: a student got murdered by his roommate. What? Yesterday or today or something in Indiana. Purdue. He was or like, yeah in in Purdue. He was like an honor student. He yeah. Wow. His roommate's in jail. His roommate? Yeah, because he murdered him. Like, it was all, it was clear, like, clear evidence. <laughs> clear? Yeah. Dang. That's taking, like, roommate drama to another level. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. 
Nightmare <laughs> roommate story. Actually, we have a friend in Santa Cruz, <laughs> and, and um, he's roommates with this guy, and he was telling us that like, oh yeah, the last roommate I had died, and then my I friend would be was scared like, for my life. Was like, should I switch my room because his last roommate died? Like, I don't really know this guy, and the guy has, he still has the stuff of his dead roommate in their room. Oh hell no! Like he no. kept it. And the guy was into, like, fish and fishing or something. And the, um, the, the dead roommate, like, collected fish bones and fish carcasses. And this guy saved it. And now it's just in their room. That's crazy. I Actually, this was from last year. His family so didn't not, come collect it? They took most of the stuff. But why would the family take fish carcasses? Fish. Dispose of it. Something. No, he just Don't wanted just it to remember it. Oh. Yeah, he went into the forest and never came back. And he was, like, pronounced dead. It's crazy. Okay. Someone said, I love the loafers and the linen shirt with a tank top underneath. That's a very specific look. Loafers? Linen shirt? Linen shirt and a tank top. It's giving model off-duty. Oh, that's giving me Jerf Avenue, Matilda Mm -hmm. Jerf, Norwegian, Scandinavian girl. I I like it. It's pretty simple enough. Oh, they call it um, East Coast Grandma. Or like Hampton's White Grandma. Do you like New England fashion? Yeah. I love the New England aesthetic. I mean, it's timeless. It's like, timeless, the way they've yeah. been dressing in New England. Country or, club. Yeah, country club chic. That's always been around. Yeah. Like, the polos, the, uh, what is it called? Like, tennis skirt. Tennis skirt. Kind of vibe. Sweater vest. Yeah. That's always been around. Yeah. Oversized clothing and baggy jeans and pants. I will always be wearing baggy clothes. Because it's comfortable mm. and I'm a hijabi. But yeah. What's your opinion as someone who's not? I love it. I've always loved baggy, baggy. stuff. I think it's going to be here to stay, but the, de- the but the degree of baggy. Yeah. There was like um I think they're called Jenko jeans, Jenko pants. They were popular in the 90s. They were like extremely baggy. I'm going to show you a picture right now. Really? They were extremely baggy pants. And that level of baggy is like too I think that's definitely that's a, trend. a trend. But in general like having an oversized hoodie or oversized crew neck is here to stay. That's another thing that people complain a lot about in the black community of like over over baggy is something that like a lot of people in the black community this, historically have worn. Oh, you know those yeah. That's a trend. Yeah. So that's that's like one of the things where historically a lot of black communities would have really bag baggy clothes and it actually was rooted in history of oh my god <laughs> i would never wear that that's that's an interesting sorry story. i just showed i said janko g-n-c-o jeans you can google look it look it up g-n-c-o yeah. jeans you guys gotta get j a sorry j-n-c-o get a visual of it anyways back to what i was saying you should post like, it on your story sorry yeah text it to me and something. be like yes or no or something yes or no there's a history essentially in the black community of people passing down clothes from their older siblings so a lot of the times they would have a lot baggier clothes and then it just became like a huge thing in black culture to have baggy clothes next one i actually didn't know that yeah i watched a whole youtube video on like a lot of the trends that we have today that is rooted in black culture Mm -hmm. and it talked about bucket hats it talked about the the nameplate necklaces Mm -hmm. but that's like something in multiple cultures baggy clothes that kind of stuff chunky statement necklaces and nameplate necklaces this is from myrene nameplate necklaces here to stay stay. i think chunky statement necklaces for example like the you know those necklaces that have pearls and different types of different like um, kids like beads and stuff stuff like that that. that's a trend for sure 100% pearl necklace like a solid pearl necklace Timeless. timeless chunky gold chain necklaces 
Like, you know those, like, linked chains? Yes, I that's love a chains. Trend. That's a trend. I don't like, like the, the big, chunky, chunky ones, but I like the small, small ones. I think that's a trend. Yeah, 100%. But I just think gold necklaces in general. Also, I think culturally having layered necklaces is a thing like layered gold mm. in the black and hispanic community 100 that's a trend right now but in those community like that's just white people leeching off of it yeah but in those communities it's timeless 100 someone else said bright colors and full baggy outfits i would love bright colors to just be timeless i love bright colors i love monochrome yeah i think it just depends on the person person to person because even amongst like the trend of like more brighter and fun colors i've definitely seen people who still like to dress in like neutral colors and stick to neutrals i think also when you think when i think of bright colors in terms of trends i think of like the 80s with the graphic sweaters with those bright colors like that's not a timeless thing Mm -hmm. or what else like the color blocking Mm -hmm. kind of windbreakers you know what i'm talking about or orange purple blue orange yeah yeah Red, I know red, yellow, and blue, the primary colors, like color blocked on a windbreaker was a really big thing in yeah. the 80s and 90s. So that stuff is definitely a trend. But I think like having a bright, vibrant, like sweater that's a one solid color, that's a timeless thing. 100%. And baggy, whoever said that. Yeah. Someone else said an emphasis on comfortable leisure clothing rather than super fitted stuff. We kind of talked about that, but I do think comfortable leisure clothing can be in like it could have like a classist dilemma where like if you want to wear comfortable leisure clothing as a person of color especially as like a woman of color you're perceived as lazy or if you're overweight for example and you wear like comfortable leisure clothing even if it's from like a really expensive brand you could be perceived as lazy sloppy Mm -hmm. not put together Gross. That's a really good point. But then if a white person wears comfortable leisure clothing... Clean girl. It's clean girl. It's cute. She's put together. She's just taking it day by day. She's casual. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the different connotations. It's the same thing with the clean girl aesthetic. 100% agree. Yeah. Do What do you think about matching sets? Matching sweat sets, matching, like, leggings. That's a trend. And, yeah, I think that's a trend. Which I'm sad because I really like the I matching like sweat sets. I like it too. Or even, not even matching, like, matching, sweat sets, but they have, like, I remember, you know, in Clueless, like, there's a matching top. <gasps> yes! Blazer whisper, that kind of thing. Yeah. I love Chanel's matching sets. Like, one day, knock on wood, if Inshallah. I become a lawyer, I would, I, and I make money, like, I'm going to be pulling up with Chanel. matching. Chanel. Or, like, rich auntie, rich grandma. Yeah, vibes. like, I would definitely have, or, like, a blazer and a skirt that go together yes you know 100 percent. i love that look that's one of the main reasons i want to go into law is like you can actually like you're expected to dress up every dress day up, yeah so i'm excited okay. for that era little fun fact about fulani culture and like other african tribes to do this matching sets are everything like the african clothes it'll be like a skirt and a matching top that goes with it so it's like and also sometimes headpiece right also, and, and then it'll usually, they take the extra fabric, you can use it as a headpiece too, so definitely a huge thing there. So speaking of that, someone else submitted wearing African home dresses casually. Let me explain this trend to you. So basically, in African cultures, there's this like slip dress that you wear when you're cooking or at home or something like that. I don't know how to explain it to you. I think it's also you. in Desi culture. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Okay, if I find a TikTok of it, I'll send you, but I saw a TikTok of like 
people basically people are starting to wear it more casually like wearing it all the time people have a running joke of like when you transition into a african auntie with your friends like all they'll have like a sleepover and a group of friends will all be wearing it at the house like so So it's like a huge thing the trend is to wear it in the house or outside of the house i don't know if people are wearing it outside of the house i've just seen it as a tiktok trend where people are making tiktoks and wearing it more prominently i mean you could wear it out like if I was in Mauritania, I would wear that dress out. Like, my sister has one that my grandma gave her, and she wore it out in Mauritania. Okay. So I think it depends on, like, your I specific hope, I hope that's not just a trend. Like, I hope people yeah. become more comfortable just wearing their cultural clothes when that's you're living important. in a diaspora. Yeah. I feel like we're in the phase of life where our generation, who live in the U.S. or in the West, are not into assimilating as much i mean obviously it depends like if you're in the midwest like you go to an all-white school it could mean life or death for you to like assimilate and dress in the norm i guess there but i think at least on the west coast what i've noticed is more people are wearing their cultural clothing outside and they're embracing it and other people are like acknowledging how beautiful it is and yeah i think i think as long as it's being worn with respect like, I don't see white people. <laughs> I better not see white people <laughs> pulling up. Like, didn't you see um, in Berkeley we were walking and then this white guy was wearing, like, an African shirt? Yes! What, what was he wearing? I don't know what he... I don't know where he got it. was, he like, a tribal it. type of... Yeah, it was, like, some kind of African tribal... Like, it looked like it could be Fulani straight up. Yeah. Some kind of African tribal clothing. Like, I don't know if he went to Africa and he bought it and he came back and he was Maybe I've was seen, loving I've it. I've seen a lot of cultural stuff at thrift stores. No. <laughs> make sure really? That's so bad. So maybe he got it. Like, I went to an, a vintage shop today in Berkeley and they had I hope they're not over, overcharging, too. Probably they That's are. so sad. That's literally There was so one sad. that said... This is Zimbabwe. No, but I will say, like, one of our friends the other day was wearing, like, her Pakistani clothing, and I thought she was going to an event straight up, but the girl was just wearing it to class, and I was like, all the respect to you, because I would love to be out here wearing my cultural clothes, but I just feel like I'm overdressed is my problem. Like, because a lot of the cultural clothes that I have from Mauritania is, like, very much intended for, like, special occasions, like, Eid, stuff like that. Okay. Then but, wear your comfort. What is the night dress that you were saying that you just wear in the yeah, house? The African wear, dress. Yeah, yeah where did yeah, I get one of those? It's the casual one. But my sister was smart this time when we went to Mauritania, and she like specifically got like shirts made out of African prints that you, she could put with jeans and like that she could wear That's really uh, good. to class and stuff. So I needed to do, do that. that. I wasn't smart. You're so the I wasn't smartest <laughs> tool in the shed. I wasn't thinking. I was not thinking. But yeah, I think it's really beautiful. People are starting to wear their cultural clothing. Next trend is baby tees. That's a trend. We disagree. It's gonna go away. What do you think? Oh, I th- I thought you were gonna say you love baby tees. No, I think it's not. It's gonna go away. Okay. I don't like baby tees, but like I think it's a trend. Props tees. It definitely is. I like the way it looks. I just can't wear baby tees. Yeah, I actually watched a, I follow this girl on TikTok, I forgot her name, but she, like, works in the fashion industry and does trend predictions, or, like, she actually has data and stuff to prove, and she said baby tees are going away. Really? Like, very That's soon. so sad. Yeah. Honestly, I like baby tees because they fit my silhouette, like, yeah. they're with a baggy pant, and then too. with a baggy pant, it looks so good. chef's kiss. Yeah. I can't imagine having, like, a regular t-shirt that goes up to my waist, or my hip. Yeah. Ugh. No. I don't know. 
I don't see it going away in the near future, but it definitely is a trend. Like, it was, in, it was popular in the 90s, and then it went away in the 2000s, and now it's back. It's going to go away. 100%. Tunic length kurtas over jeans or pants. Yeah, I think... I think that's more of a cultural thing. That's a cultural thing. thing. I don't think it's a trend. I don't think it's a trend. Because that's exactly what our friend was wearing. And that's... Yeah. yeah. I think it's a... Tr- I think it's a staple. At least when you're in the diaspora. I- I'm not qualified to speak on this. Yeah. But I, 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 I can much. see people in the home country dressed like in jeans with the kurta on top. Mm, westernize it a little bit. I can see that. But I also don't know. I haven't... Yeah. Been to those places. Last one is the Turkish hijab tutorial. I don't know what you're referring to with this one. I don't I don't recall. Wait, let me look it up real quick and see. Turkish hijab? Oh, I think they're talking about like satin, very like statement hijabs. It's like, you know, the sta- satin scarves is that it are kind really of like crazy. The, yeah, it has paisley or mm-hmm, something. Yeah, oh, those. That's, that's also Iranian. Also it's another like thing rooted ironic. in culture. Yeah, yeah that white basically culture like stole yeah gucci stole it gucci and stole. also the way of wearing the headscarf like the iranian way they stole that mm-hmm. for the persian for their way. little fashion like, shows yeah like the type that you tie at the bottom that's iranians will stay wearing it iranians will stay praising gucci for it because <laughs> we love gucci <laughs> Yeah. So it's just like how people in like the whole they just want to be accepted by the West. Represented by the white people. They don't care that it's appropriate. They don't care that they're not getting the credit. No, I feel like it's the diaspora. That's diaspora. That's like we We have a problem with this. We know. We know what you're doing behind. Because it's like they steal it, they wear it, and then they'll be racist to you. Yeah. And they won't have. They won't acknowledge it. Models from the countries that they they'll have white people. Have white people wear it. It's not acceptable. Anyways, this has been a really long episode, but thank you so much for being on this podcast today. Thank you so much for having me once again. It's always so much fun and a pleasure. And I was also, yeah, I've been having a low week, so it's this is a good way to end the week. This was a really good conversation. You're yeah. the perfect person to have on because you're like the fashion expert. You know no, the history. I, d- I disagree with you. Respect giving. Look at what I'm wearing at the moment. <laughs> Only at the moment, though. Like a bad She lady. won best dress in ISU. If also, there was the a standards category. were low, you guys. Like, please. Please don't. Not you shading them? No. <laughs> I can't. They're my people. But anyway, thank you. Like, I'm, I'm honored that you wanted to have this conversation with me. So, it was, it was really fun. And I hope you guys listening learned something or teach us and DM us. Like, if we said something incorrectly. Please correct a us. Lot of, I mean, everything we know is self-taught and, like, just based on what we've heard around or... Yeah. So, let us know <laughs> if we got, like, a historical, like, or cultural fact wrong. Because we definitely did, probably. Most um, likely. Most likely. We won't be, like, Hailey Bieber us. about it, though. We, we will, will not be, like... We will yeah. apologize. We'll apologize and correct ourselves. But, yeah, thank you so much for this being... This disclaimers aside, also. <laughs> <laughs> the way we're giving disclaimers <laughs> at the end. I know. The way we're just... Maybe we should have said something in the beginning. That, like... Disclaimers aside. But it's disclaimers yeah, aside. They you guys know. knew what you signed up for listening to this. Exactly. Clicking on this podcast. 100%. But thanks, Aisada. Great promo. Make sure to check out all of the information and do your research on what's happening in Iran right now. Use your voice and your platform. Make sure to follow Disclaimers Aside on Instagram. Be a part of the community. Also stream the song Baraye by Sherbin Hajipur. Yes. And you can maybe play it at the end. Yeah. If that's possible. It's the song for the revolution. So you guys like 
it's it's a beautiful song and we're trying to get him to win an Oscar for it or what is it Oscar or Grammy Grammy <laughs> not an Oscar that's for movies sorry sorry um yeah they're trying to nominate it to get more exposure about what's going on in Iran so yeah hopefully he wins a Grammy I will have the link to that song in the show notes so check that out rate and review this podcast and I will see you guys in my next podcast episode برای توی کوچه رخصیدن برای ترسیدن به وقت بوسیدن برای خواهرم خواهرت خواهرامون برای تغییر مغزها که پوسیدن برای شرمندگی برای بیپولی برای حسرت یک زندگی معمولی برای کودک زبال گرد و آرزوهاش برای این اقتصاد دستوری برای این هوای آلوده برای ولیس رو درختای فرسوده برای پیروز و اعتمال انقرازش برای سگهای بیگناه ممنوعه برای گریه های بیوقفه برای تصویر تکرار این لحظه برای چهره ای که میخنده برای دانش آموزا برای هاینده برای این بهشت اجباری برای نخبه های زندانی برای کودکان افغانی برای این همه برای غیر تکراری برای این همه شعار های تو خالی برای آوار خونه های پوشالی پس از شبای طولانی برای غرصای حساب و بیخوابی برای مرد میهن آبادی برای دختری که آرزو داشت پسر بود برای زن زندگی آزادی